0: Radio. I'm your host, Emma Roostchuck. I'm here with a special guest, Mime Vega. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, you have this wonderful website. It's called Become a Healer of Your Home and Community. But what led you into
1: this? Um, yes. Okay. So, yeah, the website address is aruka.com. That's A R U K A H.com. And, um, well, I guess the reason why I started Ruka.com, um, probably, I guess it would say, I would say that it began with my, my healing, my, my health crisis um, back when I was um, a young mom in my late 20s. And I had, a, I had the very first headache that, that I'd ever remembered having in my whole entire life. But it wasn't just a headache. It was a migraine. And um, before that, I had never even had a headache before. And then all of a sudden, um, it was the worst pain that I had ever felt in my whole entire life. It was worse than childbirth. And I had two children already by that time. And I had given natural birth, you know,
0: mm-hmm. no
1: drugs or anything like that. But, but it was worse than that. And it just kept getting progressively worse. I thought I was going to die because I had never felt that kind of pain before. And, and so I, you know, at first I tried to just take some Tylenol, painkillers, whatever, drink water, you know, just the normal yeah, the thing. Natural that, stuff, you know, you have
0: a pink, here's a pill, call me in the morning kind of thing. Yeah. Obviously it didn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's, you know, there's only so much Tylenol you can take, mm-hmm. even if it's, even if it's extra strength, when you realize that this isn't working. and And even, even when it did work, I, I knew it was just a, it was just a temporary band-aid and it wasn't really going to to heal me of, of anything because I wasn't experiencing migraines because of my lack of tylenol intake. You know. Mm-hmm. So um I, you know, it just got progressively worse. And this one night I couldn't sleep because of the pain. And so I I I told my husband, look, I, I think I think I'm gonna die. There's something wrong with me. I need you to take me to the emergency room and so it was the middle of the night and we had two babies um, and we dragged them there and we waited for hours in the emergency room and when we finally got called up they took a bunch of tests and asked me a bunch of questions and then they said you know we can't find anything wrong with you um but um you know we're going to have you talk to the doctor and see what she says and the doctor came to me and she said, You know, everything looks fine. And the only thing that we can do at this point is give you a CT scan to rule out the possibility of, of a tumor. And so I said, Well, if you can't find anything else, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe I have a tumor because it feels like it's that serious. And she said, Yeah, but, you know, insurance doesn't cover it. And I don't even think we had insurance, anyways. So, um, um, So I said, well, you know, I need that, you know, if if that's all you have. And even if insurance doesn't cover it, I need, I need to do that. And she said that it would cost about $2,000. Well, we ended up spending $4,000 for that night for everything. And I got the CT scan and we waited. So we waited. So we were at the hospital room all night long and $4,000 later, the doctor who spent about, you know, no more than 15 minutes total for both times talking to me, Mm -hmm. after the CT scan, she said, um, we couldn't find anything wrong with you, the CT scan showed up normal, just having a really bad headache, and here's some strong painkillers, and I was, I was, I was, I was livid, you know, it's like, I I just spent $4,000, and how much did you spend on your education, doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, she spent like, Anywhere from hundred and fifty thousand to four hundred thousand dollars on her education only to tell me that there's nothing wrong with me how could there be nothing wrong with me if I think I'm dying here and I'm in the emergency room there's obviously something wrong with me but she couldn't tell me a single thing and that wasn't the only that wasn't the only situation that I, I had like a, a bad experience with the modern, modern medical system, but that was the last That was the last. Yeah. And that's when I decided to just uh, take my health into my own hands. And I started, I started studying. um, I started studying nutrition and uh, herbalism and orthomolecular nutrition. And, you know, I found, I found not only temporary relief right away fairly quickly, but I also found, I realized the root source, the root cause of what was wrong with me, you know.
0: Now, with your headaches, you found the cause. Can you share what the cause of the headache was?
1: Yeah. So, and that's, and this is really part of, um, you know, what we what we teach at aruka.com. You know, we, we teach people how to look for the root cause and have a very holistic approach. And that's the purpose of aruka.com is to, you know, to fill the line for, what doctors should be doing, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, that word doctor, um, the root of that word doctor, it means to teach, you know, and that's where the word doctrine comes from, you know, very commonly used word in the religious world, doctrine. And that's, it's a teaching, you know, so doctor is supposed to be a teacher. He's supposed to be um, such a master in his or her field that he's able to intelligibly um, teach on the matter, but doctors don't do that. No, and we so don't. It, we
0: got to the point in Western medicine of here's a pill, call me in the morning, and that's all yeah. they do. And it, even with all the technology we have, that is the root. Here's a pill, call me in the morning. Yeah. It. it, it oh, you froze for a second. All the
1: technology. I- <laughs>
0: You were freezing there for a second. I can edit it out, but you're good now. All the technology. Is that better? Yes.
1: The drugs, the pharmaceutical drugs, they have really just become a crutch for us so that we no longer explore true health and healing. You know, let's just give you this drug so you can eat whatever you want and live however way you want and not pay any attention to... Um, you know, to the principles of what causes uh, disease and, and how to be truly healthy. So, okay. um, yeah. So it, it was an integrative approach, you know? So the, 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 the thing that I found that helped the most immediately was uh, B12. Um, so I had, a, I had a deficiency in vitamin B12 because when I took B12, it magically went away. And how simple is that? I mean, why couldn't a medical doctor say, try B12? And I'm not saying that B12 will, will cure everyone's migraine, but it's a very simple, easy, safe, cheap thing to do and to try. Mm-hmm. And if that is the cause, even if it's not the cause, it's so easy to try, so cheap to try, why not recommend it? You know? So for me, it was B12. Um, and then, you know, with further learning, I realized that the B12 deficiency was caused by stress and my stress was caused because I was working way too hard at, um, at building my business. I, I was, I had an online, I been having an online business since 2004 and those were the beginning stages of my business
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was very stressful and, you know, I was, I, I wasn't getting proper sleep and, you know, all, you know, just the, the normal things that entrepreneurs do. But I was also um, misled into believing that um, having a a vegetarian or even a vegan diet was the best thing to do. And so that was another problem that I was facing is I was trying to be healthy, but actually the things that I was doing to try to be healthy
0: were actually making me
1: sick because they were causing a B12 deficiency. Um, So... So, I mean, there's a very multifaceted, right? It was the B12. It was trying to be vegan. And then it was the overstress from work. And these things all together were the cause of my extreme pain.
0: Right. I was just talking to someone that does nutrition, but they look at it as an individual person because everyone reacts different to food. Well, you have to find, you can't just have a vegan lifestyle. You have to find the foods that work for you. You know, you have to be educated enough to know what your body likes, what it doesn't like, what it needs and what it doesn't need. There's a lot of education you have to do before you go, oh, before I'm an omnivore of war going into a vegan, I need to make sure my body has all the nutrients it needs. Exactly. And also there's a, you know.
1: Even if a vegan diet may work for someone at one point in time, mm-hmm. it may not always work. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever seen that documentary *Supersize Me*.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, the lady—I forgot her name—but she she became famous as the vegan chef who healed her boyfriend from you know almost near death, and so she 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 her career took off as a vegan chef because of that. And She was really popular in the vegan movement, but then after having some children um, and getting married and whatnot. Her body just started craving meat, and she started you know just not feeling very good and she, but she was like a leader of the vegan movement, and so she started secretly eating meat and then when she finally went public about it and how how much eating meat like helped her of you know deficiencies that she had been experiencing because she went vegan, um, a lot of people just started judging her and you know, just shaming her for, yeah, there's
0: a lot of backlash, but at the same time, you have to do what's best for your body, not for your neighbor's body.
1: Yeah. And also listen to your body that it your body's needs may change, you know,
0: mm-hmm. at
1: certain mm-hmm. times.
0: I think um, there's a good similarity where if you go with the toddler and the toddler eats one mo- meal, that's their say favors the only thing they want to eat they're going to have a deficiency eventually because they don't have enough nutrients in that one meal. You know, we can go months of living on ramen noodles, but if you stay on a ramen noodle diet, you know, we all have done it as entrepreneurs. You know, we have the $10 a month budget as an entrepreneur for food. We all do it, but we get a deficiency in everything else. The best thing to do is supplement Cheaply with vitamins, but ultimately you're going to have to change your diet. Yes,
1: exactly, exactly. And not just diet, but also lifestyle and outlook. Um, you may need a change of friends. You know, right? If they're causing you stress or a, cr- a new career. I mean, you I may mean, have there's a lot of
0: it. different faucets, but the cheapest is usually your diet. Then you go to your mindset because you can't go forward with a negative mindset. So you have to heal that. Then you have to go forward with, oh, what's my lifestyle like? What are my friends like? Are they toxic friends or are they positive friends? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So it's all there. And I mean, you can talk to life coaches and herbologists and these are wonderful conversations because we all need them because we need to have someone teach us how to do things that we don't know. Yes,
1: exactly. And, you know, um, Thomas Edison, he was uh, the inventor of the light bulb and he was a visionary. Mm -hmm. And he talked about how the doctor of the future will give no medicine, but he will educate his patient in, you know, diet in the, the human frame and in the cause and prevention of disease so this was the future that he envisioned and i believe that's absolutely correct but we're not there yet we're not at our future that we should be and that we will be at as you know as a people as humanity that is our future but um it's not going to get to our future if we keep following the standard modern medical model you know right. we have to we have to break out of that and we have to start um stop worshipping um modernity and uh, pharmaceutical drugs Mm -hmm. and remember that um, we are designed to to work in harmony with nature and that our bodies can heal themselves of almost anything so long as we're given you know what we need um, from the things that we are meant to be eating and, and the kind of lives that we're supposed to be living.
0: I mean, I'm living proof to this 2011. I had two strokes. I was in a wheelchair. You know, I could not talk. I could barely hold a pencil. Here I am 2021 with 17 books, wrote a season four of this podcast. And I hiked two miles a day because I changed my diet. I changed the outlook of, okay, I'm not going to be in this wheelchair for my, ever. I'm not doing it. And I refuse to take pills because if those don't make me feel better, they just shut me up.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, that's funny. That reminds me of, um, a story of, you know, one of the, one of the experts that, um, our students learn from at aruka.com um, is, uh, is a surgeon and he talks, he, 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 he complains about, um, the modern medical, um, model. And he's a surgeon, but he talks about how, you know, he'll perform surgery on a patient. And then while the patient is recovering, they're giving, you know, the nutritionists who Mm -hmm. go to, you know, nutrition school, Mm -hmm. they plan the menu for the hospitals. And they're giving these people who are trying to recover from a surgery junk, you know, things that they should not be eating, especially in a hospital. I mean, hospitals, the last place junk food should be served, but hospitals don't give you fresh pressed juice and, Mm -hmm. you know, organic, you know, whatever, and grass fed, you know, blah, blah, blah. They don't do that when they should be. That's who should be teaching everyone what is good to eat. But they're, they're giving, you know, it's the people that are, that are designing our hospital menus and our school cafeteria menus don't know anything about nutrition, even though they majored in nutrition.
0: When was the last time we have these multi-billion dollar uh, campuses we call hospitals? When was the last time one of them has a farm or a um, greenhouse? I don't see any farms or greenhouses attached to hospitals. That would be a sight to see (laughs) if if there were. (laughs) I I mean, you have hospitals. You want organic. Okay, let's put a farm that's organic attached to the hospitals. Now let's grow our own food and process our own food here from our gardens, from our farms, or even within the neighborhood, instead of getting the processed junk that we get, wouldn't that be better for our patients? Yes, it would be better for the patients,
1: but not better for the hospital. And that's why they don't have that. And that's why they serve the junk food That's why they don't teach any people, anything about, you know, true health and healing because we don't really have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system and they Mm -hmm. want to keep us sick. They want to keep us eating junk food because if we knew the truth about what is healthy and what can heal us, we wouldn't need them anymore. And that's kind of, yeah. And that's the, that's the kind of, that's kind of our mission, you know, you read our our our, our goal or our, our, our tagline, become the healer of your home and your community and build a profitable online health coaching business. And if, you know, if we raised up enough holistic healers in this world, we would put the modern medical system out of business. And this is, you know, they have a mon- monopoly right now, but this is our
0: future. This has to be, you know. Why do we have so many more life coaches coming up instead of psychologists? Well, the psychologists, the mind people that go to school for years to learn how the inner workings of mind work, we've figured out it doesn't help. It just makes us stay depressed and nothing changes. Well, we have mind co- our life coaches. They actually take control and show us how to live our life. Well, we have this within the medical community too. We just don't have enough of them to make a difference yet.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And also I
1: think people are scared. There's a lot of fear,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, instilled, you know, because they say, you know, don't do anything until you talk to your doctor first. Mm-hmm. And you know, if there's anything serious, refer them to a psychologist or a psychiatrist. And it's like, well, I mean, they there are those legal measures in place, but um, we just have to be fearless. You know, we have to be fearless to break free from that model. I was just listening to um, an, another life coach telling her story um, last night about how, you know, she wanted to help people. So she w- went to college and she became, a, and she majored in um, psychotherapy. And then when she learned, Everything that she learned in psychotherapy, it just made her depressed.
0: Mm-hmm. She was like,
1: this is not what I want. I want to help people. I don't want to. It's like everything that she was doing was was very depressing. It depressed her. And she was like, and, and this was before she even knew what a life coach was, you know? And then when she, so she quit that. She went into the corporate world. And then um, she she watched some show about a life coach. And the lady was telling her about how she was a life coach and what she did for people. And she's like, that's what I want to do. I want to help people. I don't want to be a psychotherapist. I want to be a life coach, but she had never even heard of what a life coach was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, eventually
0: and- we will actually have, well, we have classes, but we're eventually have degrees in life coaching, you know, so we can be certified. We can get certified now through different Bob Proctor or Tony Romo and, you know, different things like that. But eventually we're actually have the education in colleges that recognize the life coach as a degree. Why? Because it works better than psychotherapy.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think, I think one of the main um, beauties of life coaching is that it focuses on the positive and on the future, Mm -hmm. whereas psychotherapy, they want you to mull over your problems forever and ever and ever how is that construct? How is that constructive for anything? I mean, um, I remember when my husband and I were having marital issues. How did we heal? We didn't heal by rehashing everything that was wrong with him and with me, you know, and you know, reliving all of our arguments. No, we we actually what we did was um, we we read a bunch of books together, marriage marriage books together, and we talked it over. And we tried to paint a picture of what we wanted our marriage to be. And, and that's what a good life coach does too. The life, a good life coach helps you paint a picture of what, what you want your life to be. And then gives you actionable steps on how to slowly get there step by step.
0: Right. And we have to have the realistic outlook. It's not going to happen overnight. It doesn't matter if you're healing your body doesn't matter if you're healing your mind or healing your heart. It does not happen overnight. It takes baby steps.
1: Yes, absolutely. It takes baby steps and it takes, it takes commitment, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, I feel like it, it it's going to take, you know, one of my coaches, she said that the very first person that ever offered her life coaching offered her a year package. And she didn't think that, like, it it was news to her that it could take less than a year. Like, of course, if you have major issues, why wouldn't it take a year? I mean, how long did you spend digging that hole? You know, not just yourself. I mean, also your circumstances and, you know, whatever. But it took you a long time to get into that problem, into that hole that you're in. Um, you, You need to be willing to invest time to get out of it as well. And having a life coach... Is like having the best friend that you could have, you know, because I think I feel like, you know, um, having a psychotherapist is mm-hmm. its like there's something wrong with you. You know, the psych- psychotherapist views you as someone who is sick. There's something wrong with you. But a life coach is more like you're like like a coach, like a like an athletic coach, for example, the the coach believes that the athlete is a star. And he's going to do great things with his life and for his team. And it's the same thing that a life coach is. Mm -hmm. A life coach believes in you and encourages you and helps you achieve your goals.
0: Exactly. Your life coach is your cheerleading squad that's behind you. But at the same time, you actually have to listen to your cheerleading squad over the negative people that are around you.
1: But not just a cheerleading squad, because a life coach also Mm -hmm. provides strategy right. Just like a a coach. So a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You see what I was trying to to make that analogy, but you know, we have, we live in a world of instant gratification. We have the instant gratification in fast foods, junk foods, sweets, everything that's processed in the grocery aisle. Then you have your non-instant gratification that costs more, which is your organic. You know, you have to actually make the food at home, and you need that to thrive. Then you have your life coach. Then you have your, your your herbologist to teach you what herbs and spices and you know things in nature to get you healthy. There's a lot of aspects here. It's not just one aspect you have to look at. You have to look at everything and you might have to have three or four coaches to get yourself where you want to be no definitely but
1: but also i also feel that every healer should know um the field of life coaching should Mm -hmm. study that because you know when you heal someone like if you're going to be a holistic healer right mm-hmm. if you're going to be a holistic healer that means mind body spirit and you can break that up into further fields like career and finance and you know family right. you know whatever and so if you really want to heal like life you know relationships goals that's an important part of healing so like for example when i had my my migraine issue i didn't just need b12 and i didn't just need to change my diet I needed to have a better outlook on life in terms of how to achieve my business and financial goals. And that is in the realm of life coaching, not um, specifically herbalism or nutrition, you know, but all of them were integral to maintain true, complete, holistic health and healing.
0: I mean, I don't know too many life coaches. I have a background in nutrition. I'm one of them, but, you know, I don't know too many. I don't know too many that deal with Eastern medicine, other than just talking, you know, your problems out and finding solutions that don't involve going to a doctor, you know, for personal or business or whatever. There's different aspects and it's, you're going to have to find one that works for you. It's one, not one size fits all. I mean, I have a great mentor that I work with and he's great for me. He's great for other people. He may not be great for you. You know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you may have to try on different shoes to find one that fits. Yeah. And, and, and I believe
1: in having many Mm
0: -hmm. teachers
1: and coaches as well, you know, for example, at aruca.com, you know, we teach our students, you know, um, from various different experts and they may conflict with each other, you Mm -hmm. know, like, there'll be a nutritionist, there'll be an orthomolecular nutritionist that teaches about vitamin, you know, mega dose vitamin therapy. And there may be an herbalist that teaches about herbalism and they may disagree with each other. Like the herbalist experts may say, you know, you should never use synthetic vitamins because those are bad. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a medical doctor that's holistic might say, oh, don't use certain herbs because they're unhealthy. And really what you have to do is you have to take the best out of all of them. Each is an expert in their own field. Mm-hmm. You know, don't necessarily trust one person for everything because they might not know the answer to everything. And it's okay. That doesn't mean that they're wrong or they're bad or, you know, whatever. It means that they know what they know mm-hmm. and to, you know, to, to glean the best from from that and they're expert in that field. Exactly. And don't worry if
0: different people contradict each other. That's just life, you know? Exactly. You can put a room, a hundred experts in a room, and they're all going to have different opinions. They all come from different life experiences. They all come from different walks of life, and they were all taught differently. So they're all going to have different opinions. You have to find the opinions that work for you and your body. But we are almost out of time. So, where can our listeners and our viewers find you and all that you do?
1: Well, um, we have um, our website aruka.com, a r u k h.com. It's for um, you know health coach certification, and we teach naturopathic herbalism and also health and life coaching because life coaching is m- an important part of it. So it's an important part mm-hmm. of healing, you know, the life coaching part, and also online business and marketing because I feel like that is the the, the most efficient way to to become an effective healer, and um, also um, I, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash aruka, A-R-U-K-A-H. And I also have um, a new podcast. Um, You can find it at anchor.fm slash aruka, A-R-U-K-A-H.
0: Awesome. You have everything linked to the single name. So I'm pretty sure if you put the name in Google, it'll give you all the pages. There's actually a lot
1: of businesses named Aruka. So
0: really, kind of hard to find. Yeah. But I have the main one. I have
1: Aruka.com. I have dot okay. com. So
0: I wouldn't think there's a lot of places with that name, but I could be wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I don't know. I will admit it. <laughs> I'm not a expert. Um, but thank you so much for being on the show
1: today. Yes, absolutely. And can, I'd like to share this on, on my um, YouTube as well. If you could share also your website address.
0: I will do so. And we'll get everything interlinked because it's all about networking and helping as many people as possible. Yeah. Okay. But for all of our listeners and our viewers, happy healing.